Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Gavin. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And today we're joined by a fantastic guest. We're very excited to have her. She is half of the podcast, Guys We Fucked. She's also a stand-up comedian, and she likes Sex and the City. So please welcome Corinne Fisher, everyone. Hey! Hi! Hey. Awesome! Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks for, for being, being here. here. Excited. Oh, you said uh, we'll just get right into it because you said you've seen every episode. Every episode and the movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. How'd you first get introduced to Sex and the City? Sneaking, watching it on HBO, (laughs) like when I was in high school and pretending, like making sure my mom didn't really hear it. She caught on, though, I think. And she was just like, oh, all these gals ever talk about is men. (laughs) But I mean, when you're in high school, I was like, yeah, thank God. Better than geometry. Where did you grow up? Union, New Jersey. Okay, so pretty close to the city. Yep, pretty close to the city, a home of the greats like Ray Liotta and Artie Lang. Yep. <laughs> We're all up there. That's two greats. Yeah, right? Really and greats. Robert Wool from Arliss. Arliss. Speaking <laughs> of Arliss, the yeah. Arliss predated Sex in the City mm-hmm. on HBO. Mm-hmm. Arliss shout out. We haven't had that yet. I and Ray Liotta, I believe, is doing commercials for Chantix right now. <laughs> well, he stopped great. smoking. He, yeah. was, in, he was in Copland, yeah, and I'm the sure habit. he had to smoke a lot. He's in some really weird dreams and, and not smoking, which is great. <laughs> is that what Chantix does to you? I think so. I had a friend that was on Chantix, and he would like wake up and like... It'd be like, I had the craziest freaking dream. Oh, my God. Um, There's always really bad side effects to any of those kind yeah, of uh, totally. medications. I, yeah, definitely. Well, your other podcast is, you just, it's newer. It's, we're two less lonely girls. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a reference to a Justin Bieber song. Okay. One less lonely girl. Oh. But it's me and Rosebud Baker, so it's two less lonely girls. You see what we did there? What's great. What, there you it, go. Tell we're us, in our 30s. <laughs> tell us the theme of that podcast. Um, it's an, an ironic uh, podcast for adults about Justin Bieber. But we also dive into kind of like what it means to be a celebrity, why cele- how celebrities become celebrities. Um, and it's, it's funny because that Netflix uh, show, uh, documentary, American Meme, just came out. And oh, yeah. Yeah. a lot of the things they talk about, that's more of like social media based. But we kind of talk a lot of the, about a lot of the things they talk about in that documentary. Um, um, and Haley Baldwin's actually featured, you know, Biebs' new mm-hmm. wife. Uh, I don't know how caught up you guys are. I didn't know that. Oh, I know. Married, not but super, that's Steven's not daughter. super caught up? Yeah, they're caught up. Uh, uh, hey. they, uh, it's Haley Bieber now, technically. Hold on. So that's Stevie B's daughter. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did I ever tell you Stevie my B. Stevie B story? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if I, I was just like, okay, Kevin's heard it. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> can you hit us I want to know the story now. Can you hit us I, with was, the I, I was at Justin the, Bieber's. This is Justin Bieber's father in law. Ju- now, yes. Justin okay. Bieber's yeah. father in law. Back then, he was not. Just I, one of the Baldwins. Just one of the Baldwin boys. I went to the Super Bowl for work one year. I was working for uh, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, and they were at the Super Bowl. And so we had our rap party. And like famous people showed up to the rap party and they, I mean, just like, you know, you're like, oh shoot, so-and-so's at that table or whatever. And there was another party going on upstairs and apparently I think like Lauren Michaels or someone was up there and you could just like walk up there. And, uh, if you work with the staff and there was a guy standing there in a black suit and a black tie in like a dark bar, just standing by the door to go upstairs. And I had a friend walk up there and be like, Hey, um, I work for the show. Can I can I go up to the other party? Is it cool? And he like showed him his credentials. The guy was like, I don't know. And he's like, okay. And he goes, dude, I just freaking tried to go to the party. And that like bouncer guy was super weird to me. He's like standing there and someone's like, that's not a bouncer. That's Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> he was just standing there not speaking to anyone. And then he, he Irish, he just left early from the party. I like his style. Man of mystery. The, like uh, I heard this story with Alec Baldwin where he's like, yeah, my brother's a, uh, he's a evangelical Christian now. And he's like, uh, sometimes it's weird. Everything's normal, but sometimes we'll be at a restaurant and you'll just look across, be like, see that person over there. Yeah. They're probably going to hell. <laughs> How weird. Yeah. He's a, pri- like he's a priest or pastor. I don't know the difference. Cause yeah. I don't know anything about religion, the, but yeah. The only difference is Alec Baldwin looks at people and goes, Hey, you know what? You're going to hell. He just says it <laughs> in people's faces. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, okay. So, Sex in the City, back to that. Mm-hmm. So, you, uh, so you, your podcast, the other pod, not the Believers podcast, but your your podcast you do with Christina Hutchinson, Guys We Fuck. Mm-hmm. I, for, for people that don't know about it, it's you guys. It started off interviewing people that you'd hooked up with, had relationships with. Guys We Fucked. <laughs> there we go. That's yeah. the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there is a real modern day tie to Sex and the City with that just in, and I feel like you've probably been asked, have you been compared to Guys We, I mean, sorry, have you been compared to Sex and the City before? Has anyone ever asked um, I mean, it definitely comes up. I mean, for us, like the pitch was more like female Howard Stern uh, was more what we're going for. And I mean, like the true inspiration for it was, um, uh, oh my god I'm blanking on that name because I've thought, uh, John Cusack uh, the movie where he goes back oh. and, and and you know that that was the real mm-hmm. uh, that was the real like impetus for it mm-hmm. just thinking about that and doing it in a real way because I was like well we've seen it like uh, in a scripted ways but have we ever actually seen anyone do it and there was a couple projects like online where people were interviewing um, ex-boyfriends and some of them were even real ex-boyfriends but it was all scripted when I really looked into it like nothing was just off the cuff com- like a completely organic conversation so I was like let's do it well it yeah. takes like I mean I'm sure you've answered all this stuff by this point but it's like that's like it's one thing to script it or to like do like a quick one but to be as comfortable as you are to just have that conversation I think is like whoa that's oh yeah that's well that's why we did it on a podcast too because like mm. when you're on video everyone always acts peculiar or tries to be funny which is Uh why when we tour like we've only done the podcast live maybe like five times Mm -hmm. i don't love doing it live um 
not at least interviews with guys that I fucked. It's super uncomfortable. Everyone's just trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. And I fucked a lot of comedians, so it's like, oh my god, like please stop. <laughs> like I don't like I hate like when people like try to be funny so hard. Like either you're funny or you're not. You don't need you don't need like answer a question to me by looking out at the audience and like doing a little wink. Like mm-hmm. this isn't a late sure, night sure. talk show. No yeah. one cares who you are, and no one cares who I am. You know. Um. So here's uh someone want i wanted to ask you a specific question Mm -hmm. said i want to ask corinne who her least favorite boyfriend for each girl was and why oh and sex and city oh god um least favorite i mean carrie oh god i i mean i hated so many of them i really hate aiden and i feel like it's like (laughs) you either you either like love aiden or you i'm like a mr big uh hardcore mr big but i Mm -hmm. just like hate it Hated. Why do you why do you hate him? He's just so just obnoxious and pretentious. I think pretentious is like the worst quality for me. Interesting. I'd rather have someone think hit me than be pretentious. <laughs> like I'm just not into it at all. Like he just like looks like someone who like looks like he would wear scarves, even though he was doing like woodworking, which should be mm-hmm. you know a little more masculine. He was he found a way to even make that feminine, <laughs> and I was just like, please stop. Just everything about him, and also. I don't smoke. I've never smoked, but like I have a pet peeve. One of my pet peeves is when people are like obsessed with people smoking and like how terrible it is for you. Cause we all have a vice mm-hmm. and like, I, I just don't think smoke. I mean, out of all the things, like, I don't know, maybe it's cause my dad smokes, but like smoking just doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so that was my favorite last favorite. Uh, and then who, I mean, for the other ones, like, did Miranda even have any serious boyfriends besides Steve? I can't even she recall. Skipper. 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 Skipper in the first. Oh, right. I find like they're so, Steve and Skipper have a lot of similarities. <laughs> That's because she's bringing a masculine energy. I'm reading this book right now. So she lives by a masculine energy, which is why all her boyfriends have feminine energies and I don't like any of them. What's the um, book that you're reading? Uh, it's called Getting to I Do. Do not judge it by the title. And I'm certainly not trying to get married. It's, um, it's about... Uh, relationships and how they work only if one person is bringing a masculine energy and if one person is bringing a feminine energy oh, interesting. Interesting. and it's really yeah um that does that does describe miranda and steve yeah quite a bit. yeah because a lot of women like business women um like use a masculine ener- energy as like a front but mm-hmm. then at home they really want to be treated feminine but i think miranda truly is a masculine energy through and through mm-hmm. if you watch her in the way that she deals with relationships and even having her baby when she was kind of like yeah I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like she really didn't seem that jazzed. Yeah. Uh, Samantha. Again, like she had that old guy who she was dating that was serious. And then, oh, and then the hot young guy. Um, I don't think we've got to I don't think we've gotten Oh, sorry. No, 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 it's no, fine. No, it's fine. We, we, I don't think the old guy's do. worse than the young guy. The young guy's sweet. Okay. okay. My favorite of Samantha's was the guy with the, uh, the, the flabby ass. ass. Yeah, 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 old man ass. Old man She ass. did date another, yeah, a really, really old guy uh-huh. in like season two. Because I was like, I, I forgot, like it gets progressively more serious for her because she has a lot of uh, real super casual. Yeah. And then in later seasons, you'll see um, how sh- she kind of changes a bit. I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names, but like you'll know who I mean when you get there. <laughs> And the then Charlotte, Charlotte hmm, her worst boyfriend. God, I need like a list with faces. Um, mm. Who who is? It says who's a better boyfriend. This is Lindsay Lou sent this in. Yeah, who's a better boyfriend, Harry or Smith? Done with these Steve purists because those two are obsessed. With oh, Steve. Smith uh-huh. is the name of the hot guy that Kim uh, that uh, okay. Kim Cattrall. Yeah, dates. we haven't met either one of those. Okay, Smith Jared. Yeah. Okay. So what was the question? Smith. Who's who's a better boyfriend, Harry or Smith? His Harry, Harry's with Charlotte, right? 
I don't, yeah. I don't know who Harry. Well, is. we we went to the one uh, one woman Sex in the City show. And I learned I learned some things about. Yeah, there's that was Spoiler City. Spoiler, yeah, come on, it was great, City. but uh, God, yeah, I, think I don't Harry's know. With, with Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, they they all yeah they they are they're together. Um, so I like both of them a lot. I'm gonna go with Harry just because it's more the kind of person I would date. Okay, but they're both. Re- I think they're both really good boyfriends. All right, hmm. I'm excited to meet these guys. Wait, totally is good. Harry the guy with whose whose penis doesn't work? No, uh, no Harry, the bald Harry guy who, who, Harry's the bald guy who loves eating. Yeah. Based off the what he's a lawyer. Okay, yeah, okay. and he's right. also in the he's the actor who's in Californication as well. Oh, okay, oh, okay, that's right. All right, like that's my kind of guy. Smith is like like so hot and pretty. I'm like, Ugh, no, thank you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he's a nice guy though. <laughs> that's an interesting. Th- it's interesting to hear all of that stuff. That like my knowledge of that is just flyover knowledge. Mm-hmm. To where it's like if someone tells you to go on a trip somewhere and they're like, you're gonna love this restaurant and this restaurant. I'm like, I've heard of that place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's Munafuku? Oh, okay, yeah. I've heard of that. That sounds good. So all of that, I'm excited to get to all those things. So wait, what's happening with Charlotte right now where you guys are in the series? Um, She's been, like, not a whole, she's been kind of written out she of, just some had, of the episodes. She just had make out, like, the guy that, oh, the guy licked, that licked her, her face. face a whole bunch. So she hasn't been in a serious she relationship. No, she no. hasn't had a single serious relationship. You have a, really. there's so much Charlotte then, because That's she's, gonna, yeah, she's going to go all, through a lot. We're all ready for some more Charlotte. Like, yeah. Charlotte's been definitely lacking quite a bit. I okay. feel like that's been our critique as being like, okay, enough, like, get to some, Ser- some deeper serious. character things yeah. with her. Okay, yes, yeah, so I was like, because uh, I was like, the first relationship that she'll get into is my least favorite. Okay. Um, because it has to do with like heavy mama's boy Wait, stuff. Okay. Least favorite of the show? Oh no, Charlotte? of Char- Charlotte. For, of Charlotte's. My least favorite of the show. I don't know. I mean, Carrie's like, and when Carrie dates the Russian, that just really brings the show to a we screeching had- halt. Ooh, <laughs> just a screeching halt. Interesting. So much, to, so much to see and hear. What's yeah. the uh, What's the episode we're watching tonight? Season uh, drama queens. Drama, drama queens. queens. Uh, Carrie has a surprise encounter with. Mr. Mr. Big. Big. Ooh. Miranda Big. thinks Steve is too comfortable with their relationship. Dangler. What's what the heck is Miranda? It's like eh, whatever. Yeah. We'll we'll have plenty to complain yeah, about yeah. with, yeah, with, yeah. We'll be with her and her treatment of Steve. Awesome. Yeah, but Steve's a loser and that she he she walks like he allows himself to be walked over. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he is cute, but like Jesus, not as like a real potential spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I think we found your take on Steve. I'm yeah. a Miranda. That's why I agree with everything she does, except for the baby. I would have liked my baby more. That's so funny, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, the big spoiler when we were at One Woman Sex of the City was uh, that I was like, "Whoa!" When they said uh, Steve gets test- testicular cancer. Yeah, do you remember that? That really blew your hair back. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he didn't really get it. You know that, right? <laughs> See, we didn't know that either. No, I'm saying like it's a show. Oh. <laughs> Why is this crazy? Like you, ha- there's always something dramatic happening. Yeah, Kevin's yeah. still really wrestling with that. No, he's, yeah, Kevin was like, David, David Eigenberg, Eigenberg is his method. Been, he's like, I will get yeah. cancer in my balls. I'm the Daniel Day Lewis of this show. <laughs> um, all right, well let's go. Let's go watch it, and then awesome. we'll come back and talk about it. Bye. Bye. Episode thirty-seven, Drama Queens. Harry obsesses about her perfect relationship when Aiden suggests she meet his parents. Miranda enjoys her intimate life with Steve. Charlotte gets upset when a married friend won't set her up with his bachelor buddy. And Samantha tries Viagra while sleeping with a doctor. And now, back to the boys. And we're 
we're back. Drama queens. Let's talk about them. We all are serious drama queens. What an episode. I feel like that was like the most stuff that happened in a single episode that we've seen in a long time. Just from what we know of the show. I mean, we saw Big. We met Trey, who I know is an important part. Yeah. There, we saw skid marks, which I know is like a thing. Or like a, was like that a character? Yeah. Yeah, we saw skid marks. Hey, it's marks. me, skid marks. Skid I'm marks. a skateboarder. Hey, so, uh, <laughs> hey guys, I hear something cool's going down at Chelsea Piers this week. I feel like I if there was rails. a character named skid marks, he would basically share a wardrobe with Aiden. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, That's Aiden's for sure. wardrobe is... Ridiculous. Corey, you pointed out that Aiden has a monstrous yeah, head. We see Aiden. Yeah. Homeboy's last. got a big noggin. Aiden's wearing a snapback and it is clearly on the last <laughs> we rung. Need, we need to is... look up his mm. his drinking habits because I feel like he's he's got beer face. Just like your head grows when you're like like he has like bloated alcohol. Face. So like actually <laughs> John Corbin, the human being, has yeah, a drinking yeah. problem. Yes. Wait, what about I his... feel like not only was that on the last snap, but that was like fighting the it's, whole you know, it was you, like when you see someone on the last snap and, and it's no longer it's no longer a parallel it's no longer a straight line. There's like yeah. it's kind of starting to do a little V. Yeah. That's where his was at. Yeah. Oh Does God. it make your it but it doesn't make your like forehead swell when you've drank too much. It makes your whole head swell. So is that true? Your cheeks yes. puffy for sure. If you ever like seen an alcoholic, like they your, have like puffy yeah, red. Yeah, like your cheeks and your neck. Yeah, that's what it looks like for him. But he like just his, around your skull gets bigger. I think his whole head looks bigger. So you think if he doesn't drink, he's only three snaps back, and when he drinks a couple <laughs> beers, he he goes last snap. I think his that if he, I I think that I would not be surprised to know that he was a he was a heavy drinker during these filming times. Look it up. We need I to know. That's, need to know. That's why I want to know. Either that, or he just has like a just a big. I think homeboy's just got. He he also looks pretty tall. He looks like he's a big person. He looks like he's six four. I mean, John, you're six four. How tall do you think he is? I I assume I I assume talls can spot other talls. I think I bet I put him at. And I know a lot of actors are pretty short. I put him at six two. Okay. Why Why do you think I'm so so? What just who cares about height? I am. (laughs) I think actors are pretty short. I think you're great. (laughs) Um, who was that? Was that Skid Marks? That's Aiden. That was Aiden. Skid Marks insecure brother. Hey, Bill Marks. I need to go drink some beer and have a big fucking head. <laughs> All right. I um, don't like Aiden so far. So we're. You won't start. <laughs> <laughs> Episode was drama queens. Uh, essentially, Carrie was wondering if you need drama to make a relationship work. Uh, she was kind of she was being very difficult this this episode and kind of inventing some problems. She was waking up. Uh, she was she You're must being have been introduced unchanted. to the real want the real carry the yeah. real carry just yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, Miranda finds uh, skid marks in Steve's whites. Um, Samantha becomes a bit of a pill popper. She takes Viagra, goes to the moon with uh, Doctor Mark Raskin, and Charlotte uh, becomes a power uh, dater. What was the What was the name of the book? Corey, I saw that you had the marriage as business. Marriage as she becomes marriage incorporated. How to apply successful business strategies to finding a husband? Yes, so she becomes a professional husband hunter. Interviews a little bit, maybe like the book Corinne said she was. Well, I was gonna say I was like, how did you did you did you take a photo of it? How did you get the full title? I looked up. There is a website called SATC Transcripts. Oh, okay. It's someone has gone, and they're not like in actual screenplay form. It Mm -hmm. is someone who has gone through and and typed out every single episode word for word. Oh my god. That person on as a guest, <laughs> we do. Yeah, for sure. Um, Wait, so did you so, finish your? So Charlotte recap? becomes a professional husband hunter, hunter, and I guess there's just 
drama in everyone's relationship. Carrie then sees Big at oh, yeah. the at the opera and and realizes she likes Aiden more than she thought. Uh, Charlotte gets frustrated and, and falls in front of a cab and meets Trey, who Charlotte we, almost got run over. She almost gets run over and meets Trey. Uh, and uh, Miranda spices up her life by getting busy on the washing machine. So, how cool would it have been if, when she met Trey, the Twin Peaks theme music played? Because <laughs> it's Kyle MacLachlan. It's he's the mm-hmm. star of Twin Peaks or Portlandia. He's or also he is in Portlandia. He is the mayor. He is right? the mayor of Portland and Portlandia. It's <laughs> true. Um, so, where do we want to start? Uh, should we start with Carrie on. and Carrie and Aiden? Let's get there. Man, she bugged, she bugged me this episode. Well, I will say this. like, <laughs> I'm not saying she didn't bug me, but I can tell how much she bugged you by when you did your recap. Your recap was not objective. <laughs> your recap was very opinionated against Carrie. Really? Yeah, it was. You seem like you're stunned by any drama in a relationship. That's why you're married, though. Are you, are you guys married? No. No, no I've that's been married why. seven times. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> 17 times. No, I was like, seven, I would have believed 17. I would. Never mind. Um... I, I, I don't, I'm okay with drama happening in relationship if, if life causes drama, but she was sewing drama just to be dramatic. Yeah, but I mean, you know, some of Aiden's outfits. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you said yeah. something about that pre-watching the episode and that one shirt that he had yeah. that was just... It was just so many patterns. Well, he, I, I said, I believe I said he's a man who would wear like a scarf. No, and I'm not, I'm not talking like a seasonal scarf. I'm you talking like an accent scarf, like yeah. an ascot. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like a knit scarf. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and then his backwards hat with his glasses. Oh, who wears like, sunglasses and sunglasses? <laughs> well, my parents are in town. I better look even stupider than usual. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, he's, and, and he also wears those little, like, those little waxy rope necklaces yes. that you would get like a hot topic, but he's not like someone who shops at a hot topic. Topic he, and ugh. I feel like the soundtrack for hair should come in every single time. Yes. He's on I feel like so, when he's the moon. Of, he's, of, he's worn a lot of puka shell necklaces in the past. Too. Yeah. So I know a lot of people who like Aiden. And yeah, people they, like yes. make like a strong case for Aiden. Those people I, are mentally ill. Does is Will he reveal himself to be awesome, or is it just the same kind of? No, people think that this behavior is awesome. That's what that's what you need to come to understand. Aiden is Aiden, and he does not change. Uh, I mean, he'll like at certain points he'll like snap out of his cool guy thing, you know, like. Because, like, have you dealt, you've dealt with the curry and him smoking thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that happens yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but every now and then he'll have, like, a little kind of, he's just, like, a whiny little bitch. And, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't stand Aiden so much. I, like, can't even shop at Walgreens anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, is there a Walgreens thread? Nope, thing? he does, uh, John Corbin does the voiceover for Walgreens commercials. <laughs> and it's triggering. The, he's at the corner of Happy and yeah. Healthy? Yes, he is. What? Mm-hmm. I got to say, John Corbett has had a great career, though. Yeah. He did I mean, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm-hmm. He's like a j- super famous actor that you like wouldn't necessarily And he of. flushed it all down the toilet by just boozing on bloated <laughs> face. The whole, his whole, forehead whole, so big. His whole paycheck goes towards Stella Artois <laughs> and Iron City <laughs> what, Brews. What a strange, specific beer to be <laughs> drunk off. Well, of. that's what he gets drunk off. That's the Corbett way, man. I don't know. <laughs> he's hot. That's the least of his worries. I'm not going to argue that he's not attractive, but you'd have to he's, be silent. He seems like he is in a jam band. 
Yes, absolutely. He plays bass in a jam. And he goes, he's he actually got to the highlight of his life. He's like, I actually got to sit in and play with <laughs> string cheese, <laughs> string cheese and string cheese brought me on tour when they were opening up for widespread widespread panic. Yeah, and he's just like, you know, it was the best two weeks of my life, man. Like, <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah, I think uh, I, I guess we, there's been so much hype about him. It's just a person that. I don't know. I don't know a big, so I don't love big, big either, but he's a more interesting character to me automatically. Cause I'm like, I don't interact with people. I know people like Aiden and I'm like, I don't know. Some are cool. Some are fucking lame. So my question is, is it just that Aiden, did you feel this way about Aiden when you were first watching the show or is always. Aiden just not aged well? No, no, no. I've always felt this way about Aiden. I've really? never liked Aiden. And and were you always team big? Like when you were first watching the show? Yeah. My, I, I, my personality doesn't change a lot. Okay. Like I, I am this, I'm pretty much the same as when I was 16. Because we had like, we've had a lot of guests on who are just like big is the worst creature. Yes. He is just like a big, like dumb, like caricature of what a man should be. Those are rebranded feminists. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, because that's where, that's where that's coming from. And I, I completely understand his treatment is not healthy and it's toxic, but goddamn, is he sexy? Okay. No, no like th this is one of those shows kind of like girls where I don't think any of the characters should be aspirational. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't want to be, uh, or, uh, be with any of the characters on their show. They're all deeply flawed characters and they're like, they're so heightened. So they're, they're, you know, to, hand feed you character types that you will find in real life. But if you actually meet anyone who has the behavior of any of these people, you've met an insane person. They're like Ayn Rand characters. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they're, oh, it's all over the top shit. And like, and then that's why I think Lena Dunham in a way with girls was following um, some, some tactics used on, on sex in the city, mm -hmm. especially with her character development. Sure. So do you feel using that, train of thought do you think Aiden falls into that too that he's heightened to where it's like no one should aspire to be yeah and no one's like that head? yeah no one no I don't think anyone's like that that he's like so nice and like this is what a nice guy is and right. he's so nice and he is emotional but like every everyone has in real life has more depth than any of these people I mean I'm sure you guys know the concept like Carrie is supposed to be the every woman so that's why everyone mm -hmm. wants to be a Carrie you know mm -hmm. but she's she's batshit crazy mm -hmm. um and no one really should want to be like like that either mm -hmm. and then the other ones are kind of like spice girls it's like we have a M yeah. miranda's i'm in a bad mood spice mm -hmm. and like and charlotte's i want to get married spice and right. then kim cattrall's horror spice yeah and so it's just very one-dimensional right but and like big is like that too he's like i know he never has feelings he's a businessman he's a modelizer he does the toodle he up. does the toodles fingers a lot though i've <laughs> noticed like when he when he was holding his uh his binoculars in this episode and he saw carrie he gave her a little Toodles. Toodles, Toodles finger for Toodles. the listeners is is the finger dance wave. Yeah, it's just when you put your yeah. fingers straight up and you just kind of do that. With them. Yeah. Okay. Other question. Well, I don't want to get us off the big thing, but did we ever see him when he ran down the stairs after Carrie? Where did he go? To he go get a cigar ran, and scotch. He ran. To, he wasn't running to try to catch Carrie. Yeah, I think he was running after her, but and then she he just never. And then I think you are like, oh, he's going to catch her, and then she. Gets what, out. What I hope happens in two episodes is that they're just out one night and you just see him still running <laughs> down the street in a tuxedo. Hey, oh, where'd she go? Hey. Well, the thing is, it's funny that you say that because my in my memory, they did have some kind of a conversation. These aren't these aren't edited. You're not getting these from TV, no, right? Not, but didn't you? S I I thought that there was a thing. I absolutely recall a conversation on the stairs where he stops her because you're going to read an episode description because. 
Yeah, like, unless there's another episode. I mean, there's so much running with those two that it could have been at another fancy event. Because, you know, Biggs, you know, very fancy. So he's always at these fancy events and, you know, carries in, right. in journalism. So she's getting invited to cover them a lot of the time. Um, but, yeah, I really thought that there was an exchange on that staircase but hmm. I guess it could have been another event. Any listeners out there know uh, if there can confirm if there was a exchange on the staircase? Yeah, at the at the opera. At the opera when when because because the episode we just watched, Carrie was running down the stairs. Ten seconds later, Big was running down the stairs, and that's the last we saw of Big for that episode. Yeah, because in my memory there was, and then obviously like the way it's cut, it just seems like there right. logically should be. We're all yeah. and and then you know uh, like she's already left, so it's not like episode the next episode can start with the conversation on the right. stairs. So she was also like pretty wrecked in her apartment. And mm-hmm. I would have a hard time believing she would get that destroyed just by seeing him through binoculars. I think, I think she's she a would. wild horse, man. But she's she a wild stallion. She didn't say anything to Miranda about actually uh, conversing with him though. So it could her. just be other things uh, tied up in my, in you my memory. Want, you don't want to see your ex out. It messes her up. Andy waved at her. To- he gave and her toodles fingers. He, gave, he toodled her. And, and he's with the you know the the woman that he left her for like the more what's her name again? I don't know her Natasha. name. In the show. Oh Natasha yeah, Natasha yeah, yeah. the show. Yeah. Just like a you know a, like a, a more quiet mm-hmm. kind of perfect in yeah. quotes gal that he that someone like him would would want to be seen with. Yeah, I think also it's like a point towards her like nuttiness. The fact that that right there makes her swing so hard with Aiden to just like do her monologue. That's like I want I wanted to. They're like I realized all this, and he's like, "Let's just fucking have some eggs with my parents." Like, <laughs> thanks for coming. Well, I think maybe it just brought back the trauma that she experienced from, uh, you know, being in such a toxic relationship with Big. He, mm-hmm. Big is a hundred percent toxic. I would never say that he's not. But uh, if we're going for pure like attraction level, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's always him. Yeah, I think Aiden is is yeah, like uh, he's a little too chill. I don't necessarily believe that he's as chill as. I like I'm, I liked him more this episode. His outfits were ridiculous, but I'm like <laughs> I'm like warm like I just like that she was at she was acting um pretty pretty off the charts and he was he was able to just to be chill, keep mm. his level head. I respect that about him. I get that he's like dressed kind of weird. He looks like of course you like guy. Aiden. Though most guys like Aiden because Aiden's not going to steal your girl. Big's going to steal your girl. Uh, <laughs> I never met a guy who was like, I love Big. Like Big's going to ru- oh, ruin shit. your house. I'm liking so. Aiden more. I don't love. I don't love Aiden yet. I do like. I I do like Big. I like. I'm. I'm not. I'm not threatened by the Bigs out there. They have. They have a place. They're in their ecosystem. <laughs> I. Um, <laughs> I think uh, the proof of that Aiden is is a chill person was. His outfits, number two. Number one, how you know he's super chill is that he named his furniture company Furniture, furniture Company. company. <laughs> that was great. That was Thanks amazing. for calling Furniture Company. Oh my god! But I see, mean, that's the thing. He's not to chill. The point, you know, like why? Why would we? Why would we have people think we're anything else? Just say it. That's and one then of they those... can get a couch. I'll build it for you. Yeah, he's not chill. Like he, he's like that's what bothers me. Like Big is actually chill. Aiden isn't chill. He's like someone who pretends to be chill. He's like a hipster. He pretends to be chill, but like, and if you put the recycling in the wrong bin, he's gonna fucking <laughs> spiral. I bet you. Like that's who. Uh, that's who Aiden is. You're right. Aiden. Aiden is. A, he's totally like an on edge hippie. Yeah, he, would be he like, snaps. He's emotional. It's really, like, you know, it's not good for the planet that you're eating all that meat. Yes. You know? Yeah, he'll say kinda, things passively. He's, he's kind of a. Have you tried CBD oil? <laughs> <laughs> he totally is on. He he loves CBD. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's Aiden. <laughs> that's you're totally right. He would just be like, I don't know, man. I just think I felt a lot better after I stopped <laughs> eating everything that wasn't plant based. Right. Yeah. So. I've spent an unhealthy you know, amount of time you know, thinking about this. Sugar's really bad for you, actually. It's actually more addictive than nicotine. Mm -hmm. So, yep. You know. Sugar's actually a drug. Have you, you done a whole 30? <laughs> I think you'd benefit from one. I watched this crazy documentary that. <laughs> No, yeah, no, I was just hit. That was my. <laughs> it wasn't a good impression of him, but have you seen Blackfish? There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that you're right. I think you kind of pegged like the dark side of what Aiden would be. I don't know if we ever see that or not. Yeah, I was like, there's a there's a couple of, like snap snapping moments that I can okay. think of, and I also to me again the cigarette the way he handled that it was a, re a red flag. I really didn't like it. It felt controlling too. I didn't mm. like that. Mm, oh, just yeah. rolled me the wrong way. But he was just kind. I mean, in Aiden's defense. He was just kind of like, I can't date someone that's a smoker. You don't have to quit. You just can't like I, this. Thing he didn't mean it out. in that nice way that he's like he, he didn't <laughs> like you know. There's like a, there's a, there's something else there. I just tell him. Uh, I think I like he. I think he's like actually pure evil. But here's <laughs> let's let's. I'm so glad that you came on the show during the Aiden moment, so we can actually <laughs> live great. through. Like I, I like I'm taking notes. I'm like I am so like I'm phys. I had a physical like repulsive response to Aiden when they were kissing. Like it made my vagina alarm go off, <laughs> which is what that's why I call like it's when someone like rapey is nearby you on the subway. Like your vagina alarm goes off, <laughs> and sometimes you can mistake it as being horny, but it's actually anti horny. <laughs> I to read the signs. Yeah. Every woman know will know what I'm talking about. You guys so are just funny. Like, what what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of vagina alarms, uh, let's talk about Samantha and. Uh, um, Mark Raskin. Mm -hmm. um, what? Uh, Dr. Mark. Yeah, pretty, pretty like uh, Samantha. Pretty base Samantha story. Like. Pretty like standard Samantha. And that's right. the kind of the thing that we're ready to move away from with yeah. Samantha. He yeah. takes Viagra and then. And Honey, it, I was it, on a rocket ship yeah. through your solar system. I love yeah. to come. Yeah. This is even better. Yeah, I'm gonna she, I'm gonna orgasm so loud it's gonna be an opera singer. Yeah, no, opera singer. Yeah. yeah, For the beginning episodes and seasons, uh, Samantha's character is really just comic relief. Yeah, and it's kind of the same thing over and over again. I can't even remember all the dudes she slept with. There's just so many. It's a new person every. Uh, episode. She never has feelings for anyone. She just likes fucking honey. Like it's like okay. Do we do we know how she met that dude? I forgot. Or did you? We just like they they even say that very specifically. Like who knows how they found? I think they say it in really? the episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like. She just found a dot. Yeah, even the writers are like, fine, like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she tripped over him. They were both at the same stoplight. Like yeah. it's just, it's so random always. Yeah, it, I mean, there's just not much to say about it, which is, I, which I guess is fine it's because a comic relief storyline. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, what would actually has there has there been studies what happens if a woman does take Viagra? Is that something that's known? Or, I'm I think, sure people have done it. Yeah, I think there have been articles about it. Uh, God, I used to. Uh, I don't know. I could look it up. But I was like, I feel like I. I think it will do something. I've really? never taken it. Interesting. I think in the uncut version, Samantha has a giant erection. <laughs> I think you is. get. I, I think, think that's where skin I marks think we come follow from. Her anal leakage along her um, pill addiction. And she eventually gets into opioids she starts, and she starts snort, stealing. Snorting Viagra. Yeah, exactly. Um, she gets off and she's great. Do Is the pill, like, on the subway, the hymns, hymns, they oh, do? Yeah. Like, what is the erectile dysfunction drug that people do now? Because now people just, they order. Hymns is for hair loss. 
No, they, yeah. no, they Hims do all. Does... They do lots of stuff. Oh, that's oh, right. They, thought... they introduce. There is a hair loss there's... one too. There's a whole series of them. Oh, I don't. Know. I thought no, I knew there's, him. There's one for hair loss. There's also one that's an because like their whole deal, their whole marketing thing was like male problems are optional, and like one was hair loss, one was ED. Um, I don't remember what the other ones are, but now there's yeah, but, hers, which I think they just mostly do birth control. I'm not sure. Oh God, I don't know. I was like, yeah, it, those companies. Number one, I would never trust birth control. From <laughs> we're the, disrupting <laughs> the birth control industry. Yeah, no thanks. Generic yeah. birth, like, cause it, cause it's so clean. It looks like those like all white like toilet paper rolls yeah. in uh, yeah. a supermarket. I'm like, I just don't trust that. Yeah, I. I guess I just wonder if people still use Viagra if there's some other there's got to be like that is yeah, I don't know that has taken over the, the market. Kid, the it really was using. a game changer. I mean, when did Viagra come out? Nineties? Probably nineties. I have no idea. I would think nineties, and then Cialis came out shortly after. Oh that. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get, There's like herbs too that you can do, or like a you know like there's always like an Asian medicine like tablets that I know guys have yeah. done. There's also those things they sell at bodegas that's just always right. like extends. It has like yeah. a yeah. unicorn, a guy with like a unicorn mask flexing his muscles yes. or some shit. And like then that. there's always like one that it looks like two people from Dragon Ball Z have. Yeah. It's a oh! woman having sex with Dragon Ball Z guy. Do you ah! know what's wild is like when you're <clears throat> when you're younger and someone's just like you know once you get to a certain age like. You're not going to be able to eat whatever you want. And then you're like, yeah, I'm fine. And then at a certain point, you're like, Dude. oh, shit, like I gain weight if I don't work out or whatever. It'll be real that the next one for me will just be like, well, I can't imagine my dick not working. And one day I'm like, oh, shit, oh, no, my dick doesn't work. <laughs> Starts happening in your 30s. Mom, what do I do? My dick doesn't work. <laughs> that's, the, that's John's Kevin impression. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> Mom, my dick doesn't work. <laughs> great to see you love it. it is, yeah, it is funny. It's, it's like, yeah. Um, Can I borrow some of your Mary Kay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Back on track. Uh, okay, so, okay, so we got those two. Charlotte's storyline. So um, I saw that that was going to happen because there's the moment. So, like, the guy, their friend, she wants to get set up with a friend to get married or to, to meet her future husband. Mm -hmm. And then the wife says, the wife is like, oh, Phil's cute. And the husband goes, oh, really? Is he cute? Do you think that? And there's a weird thing where you're like, either the wife is sleeping with Phil. Okay. Or the husband's super jealous. And then the husband like gets weird twice. So See, I, I thought the husband gonna was going to be, was going to be gay and he was going to be having like a relationship with, with Phil. Phil. Or yeah. I thought, I also thought that maybe Phil was like the husband's alter ego and him and the wife are like, we set up dates for Phil. And then she gets uh, there and she's like, he's like, I'm Phil. My wife and I have this weird fetish where we like to send me out to sleep with women as a guy named Phil. I think you're you're thinking yeah. with by 2018 standards. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a really progressive sexual thought. But well, like, hey, no, you're, you're, you're welcome, everyone. I'm part yeah. of the working families party. You, yeah. are, you are woke, man. <laughs> super woke, guys. Um. Yeah, I I thought it was good because they pushed they pushed her absurdity to the limit of like even if you didn't know what was going to happen you're just like, "Geez, can you do something new with Charlotte? Like this is too too over the top the whole the way she's treating it." And so that's makes it the perfect time to be like, "Oh, she's actually meeting a character that we'll get to know rather than having one-offs." Mm -hmm. Um so I I actually liked that. During it I was like, "Man, they're really like obviously one-dimensional." But then it was like, "Okay, they pushed it cuz they know like this is the end of this little chapter yeah. of of her not being able to have some sort of relationship." I mean, 
you think about it, like I get it sometimes annoyed on the show with the one-offs too, but when you think about like dating in New York City, like it really is, mm-hmm. if you're out there dating, it's a series of one-offs. It's a series of getting excited for someone that your group of friends is going to know for like three weeks. Like yeah. when I think of all the, the time I've spent listening to people who will never be heard from again. Totally. Yeah. It's like, it's like, wow, I could have read a lot of books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I had, <laughs> you know? Um, the, uh, so this guy, he's the dude from Twin Peaks. This right. is the this is the thing that I'm kind of bummed about is we saw one woman sex in the city. It was amazing. It was incredible. Whose show is that? Some- Carrie Ipema. Carrie Ipema. It's okay. an off Broadway show where she does Jerry Orbach Theater. She does the entire show as one woman acting out the entire thing, all the characters. The entire series, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. yeah. She's wow. A, a very great flyover. She has. Such funny impressions it's of everything. So she nails it. How it's, long is the is that show? Hour twenty. Hour twenty. There's like With it's like hour twenty. There's an intermission in the middle. Did she invite you guys? Because you know she knows you did this. She yeah. did our podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then she invited. Oh, okay. Us. Great. That sounds yeah, yeah. like. Oh, I want to see was, that. It was great. It was really good. And it was, um, yeah, it was just whatever you thought it'd be. It was like as good and then even better. Wow. Like she, yeah. But now we know like it basically spoiled all the big things for us, but all the which, big things. <laughs> but the only I'm as I heard it, I was like I'm I'm totally fine with spoilers like we get it. But it sort of ruins this particular moment cuz we've been wanting someone for Charlotte for a while right. and then to know that it's like oh yeah i know what's going to happen with this kind of ruins like the yeah she found it's like oh and so i feel like that was stolen from me don't be concerned cuz like this it's not it's not a particularly exciting uh, romance anyway. Okay. Like, okay. so it's not out of all the serious relationships that happen in this series. Like that's probably one of the better ones to be ruined. Okay. I can't, cause okay. I can't imagine you liking this character for too long or watching it and thinking that it's going to realistically work. He has a James Spadery vibe, like a little creep vibe going. See, I think with, he uh, like, yeah, kind of perfectly. He looks just like what I imagine Charlotte's dream. Absolutely. Man looks like. Yeah. Like, he is yeah. so, like Upper West Side American. Yeah, but there's just this strain of like, of did you guys see the movie Secretary with Maggie Gyllenhaal? Fuck yeah, that's Such my a f- favorite pornography. Yeah, <laughs> like I was thinking about it last night. I've never seen a porn as like erotic as that movie. Yeah, I saw that movie like in high school, and I was like, wow, oh my goodness, so good. But James Spader in that has like this. It's the perfect like creep, but good, and he has that same. Just that same vibe that you're like, I wouldn't be surprised if this character like just had something that was like, I'm into something really. Oh, yeah. He probably has like a dungeon. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I can get that vibe because it's always those very clean cut people who have some weird secret. Yeah. 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 Well, we need to talk about Stephen Stephen Miranda, which brings us to a very uh, special part of our our podcast podcast within a podcast. We do a podcast within a podcast uh, and we'd like to officially welcome you to uh, the next segment. It's a favorite time. It's a favorite guy. It's Steve Talk. Miranda. Welcome to Steve Talk. Oh my God. A podcast where we talk about Steve. I feel like I was assaulted by that. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> This, uh, By that Steve impression. That was a real Steve two moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My Steve <back>. also. <laughs> um, 
this episode of Steve Talk, we're gonna visit. Um, we're gonna visit Steve uh, and Miranda discussing the skid marks in his uh, drawers. Um, would you Karen, like? Would, you, would you like to play Miranda, or if not, we can have Kevin play Miranda. Sure, I, I sure I don't. I can just make up the lines. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna be playing. You're gonna be confronting um, Steve, played by Corey here, uh, about uh, the skid marks in his drawers. Uh, take it away. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Steve, uh, I was watch washing your underwear, and uh, I, I don't know how to say this, but uh, I, fa- I found some leftover, some leftovers in in your underwear. Oh, oh babe, I, uh, I was going up to hit this layup, and uh, some guy blocked my shot, and uh, you know, I, uh, I, I kind of grunted a little hard trying to get the rebound. I think that's where it came from. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I don't get embarrassed easy, you know? I saw, I saw a lot in a bar when I was working there. NYU kids would come in and do crazy things. <laughs> I, uh, I, I get that, but like, did, did you not notice? You could have washed that pair yourself. You know, there's, I feel like there's no romance left Miranda, in this relationship. It was halftime. I had to go back down and try to hit a three to win the game for me and my friends. Uh, hey, um... You know, maybe maybe next time I could uh, wear some of those biker shorts guys wear under the basketball shorts. You know, like it, maybe it'd slide off that easier or something. I don't know. I, I don't just Steve, just wipe your ass. I don't, really, I don't understand. All right, you want to have sex? <laughs> Shower first. I have, I have a question. It's Steve Top Miranda. Oh man, that's so all funny. right. Ooh. That was a great update. You really did bring a Miranda-like energy to that. Totally comes naturally. Hop in the shower, Steve. <laughs> yeah, just very just from zero to shower, irritated. Steve. Hit the showers. Is Miranda? Does she ever coach like a little league team? I feel like she'd be a great coach with a clipboard. No, oh, that's because you're you know because that's because like, like I think you're bringing that you know she's a lesbian in real life into oh, all. No. We didn't know that when we were watching the show initially. No, it was when you said hit the showers, that's what. <laughs> That's the showers. Hit, Hit the, the showers, showers, kids. Come on. The we'll get them next time. Oh, oh man. Um, I don't understand. I, I'm, I'll skid be honest. Marks. I don't get skid marks. I don't understand them. Like, I don't I don't understand why I got them way don't. more when I was younger. I've gotten them Way before. more. <laughs> well, you know so they people, happen, though, because there, there's I, a Charmin I, commercial. I, I actually have, like, I talk about this in my stand. There's a Charmin commercial that says, uh, less poop in your underwear is, like, how they're selling it. This was, like, one or two years ago. They had a commercial, and it blew my mind that they were advertising a product like that because I'm like, every toilet paper's model should be no, no poop, poop in, in your, your underwear. underwear. Hey, yeah. But, but yeah. think about this. It's better than more poop in your underwear. <laughs> yeah. Wipe your ass, people. Yeah. Agreed. But okay, so think about this. You're saying wipe you know, wipe it. Wipe it until it's raw. Okay. Keep going. But wipe then, until but, it's white. That's but, the motto of guys yes, we fuck podcasts. Is it really? What is yeah. it? Perfect. Wipe until it's white. We say it all the time oh, because nice. it is such a problem with dudes and people write in about it all the time and we're like, wipe until it's white. So wipe until a, there's blood. Yeah. Honestly. Ah. And, then, and then go wipe again. So and then here's a question. <laughs> then how about like like they have it on Bill Burr's podcast. People have like like butt wipes, like those yeah. one wipe Charlie. So if 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 you don't understand how skid marks are a problem, I also sound like I'm like I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> but like that must it must be an issue if there are people that only wipe with like and, uh, hey, as Aiden like would wet say. Wipes. 
I know you guys think skid marks are a problem, but those one-wipe Charlies are actually ruining our plumbing system around <laughs> the country, and that's true. Oh, God, someone responded to that. Yeah. I was like, I use, like, use, I'm super, like, OC, I mean, I actually have OCD, but I, I'm super, like, OCD about, like, hygiene especially. Mm-hmm. So you, I was, I'll do dry and then wet, because the wet is really because you can't sometimes wipe fully with the dry, because you actually can, like, cause little, like, Cuts? bumps in your butt in your butt mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so like you can wipe too hard where you're actually damaging yourself so it's just a softer wipe mm. with the wet one as well but it, yeah there's, they're not good for plumbing apparently yeah Come on, Steve. <clears throat> i if i ever use those uh things i throw them in the trash but oh, most you. people don't so then you just got a, a doo-doo wipe in the trash i mean it's that or like your plumbing gets ruined in your building Cause it's like it's it's like a major issue. I don't use those things, guys. I've just anytime I've seen them around, I, I use them and I'm like, oh, just on the floor. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah it feels on the nice. subway, on the subway. <laughs> like a little rat carrying one. Um, it's also I, good to just wipe yourself off. Like if you're, you're not going to shower right before you have sex, just to clean it up for everyone. There you go. It's nice. It's yeah. nice. Th- nice thing to do. Clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. I wipe. feel like uh, wipe until it's white. I thought. I thought this. I think like there's this like Renaissance or or beginning the past like few years of like people talking way more about butt stuff and like eating ass and stuff like that and i was wondering at the beginning i was like i wonder if they're going to get into that in this episode it would be an in i guess an opportune time or inopportune i don't know i feel like that was 20 years ago though yeah that's why nobody nobody was as woke then as i am today (laughs) so it's interesting though like you you will see like uh things discussed on on the series that feel (laughs) still woke even though that was 20 years ago like they still feel relevant today because i feel like some conversations we've had like we've we regressed a little bit like the 90s was actually uh sexual like sexuality wise uh, a very open time and then it regressed a little bit and now we're on the way back mm. I think I always feel like what happened in the 90s was like you got you got like the explosion of like alternative music and just mm-hmm. a lot of things all happening at once and uh, and then Clinton was in office and then people started rebelling against that and then you ended up getting Limp Biscuit and then Creed and all these like sort of male aggro bands and then it kind of like that was the that was because culture always like kind of like Culture always pendulums. Mm-hmm. So it was like the swing far to the far to the left and then it started swinging back to the right. And you saw that with like Limp Biscuit and bands like that. And now we're going the other way. Hmm, that's interesting. What what sort of uh, sexual regression things would you would you think? Uh, I mean, it's, I can't pinpoint anything, but there's just like just the way the way we talk and the fact that we're like having a discussion about slut shaming, you know, now with uh, like, you know, Amber Rose past like five years, we're having this conversation. But in the 90s, like, it was a very sexually open time. You had like thing people like fly girls on in living color dancing. Like that just wasn't happening in the, I don't know, like the 2006 like mm-hmm. range. It, and there's other, I don't know. TLC uh, ain't too proud to beg. Yeah. Even the songs, uh, like, you know, we, we had, we had Alana set who had very sexually explicit lyrics and th- lyrics about female pleasure. Salt and pepper is a great example. Oh my um, gosh. I, we went and did karaoke one time. Me and Corinne, just like a few friends. And our friend who's like, she's funny and cool. She's she's just a, just a teacher. She's not a comedian, but she's like a funny personality. And then just like put a song in and then proceeded to the salt and Pepper song, um, None, None of Your, Your Business. business. Mm-hmm. 
ran around the entire bar, didn't have to look at the screen, was like standing. And she's like, yeah, she's like, when I was a kid, our mom taught us, like showed us that song and like taught us about sex. But it was like one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, it's a a great song. Yeah, and I think we moved more into like uh, a more traditional time of pop music with uh, like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, who were really hot women who we had kind of, you know, put in these schoolgirl costumes. Mm -hmm. And like, if you remember early Christina Aguilera, yeah. Oh yeah. She was really like cleaned up and then when she came out, you know, with the David LaChapelle music Da-da. video Dirty, that was like the real her, but they were masking it and trying to sell you like this obviously very sexy woman as like a just I'm just a tease, yeah, but I'm a, you know, yeah. Britney was uh, openly talking about virginity as was Jessica Simpson, but you know, they they were like both getting like fucked up the ass, like there was a lot of weird no, stuff going wasn't on. There, wasn't there something with, uh, just recently, with Jessica Simpson that she got, Natalie Portman made fun of her mm-hmm. for being a virgin, and then they got in like this weird- Twitter fight, yeah. This weird post post thing that it's like no one, like you're not supposed to criticize any, her, I don't know what the whole, like it was like everyone had a point. Now, what Natalie Portman said made perfect sense, which was like you are were a virgin, but you were sexualizing yourself. And then Jessica Simpson's like, how you dare you say that? I mean, I think Jessica Simpson just desperately needed a little press that day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was how I read that because I was like, no one really cares about any of this. I know. She like posted an, like an iPhone note on Instagram. It was like this long, just like, just so you know, <laughs> no one saw an- Annihilation. And I saw it. And I thought Natalie Portman was great. I love that movie. Yeah. It's also like Natalie Portman's a real actor. And Jessica Simpson, I'm just like honestly happy that she's not with Nick, Nick Lachey and things turned out, I think, okay for wow. her. I'm actually sad that she's not with Nick. Really? Uh, they were no, a I'm terrible kidding, pair. They were a his, terrible his pair. His tattoos. <laughs> All right. Are we... Uh, Let's do our Cosmo rating. Yeah. Cosmo rating. Yeah. Um, so the way we do it, we one one through five Cosmos of, of the show. Okay. Uh, you can take your whole knowledge of the series into consideration we're going to take uh, through season three, episode seven into consideration. Um, <laughs> and uh, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do it all at once? Let's, do we all, let's go? all say ours at once and then we'll go around the horn and then Corinne can go last. Okay. So we'll say, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So I'm going to count us down. I, everyone get your cosmos ready. If you're listening right now. It's one through, one through five. One through right? five. I just realized you mean the drink, not the magazine. Yeah. yeah right? We mean the drink. Mm-hmm. You can drink. think magazine though. Think magazine if it helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 11 um, tips to make your man go wild. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so let's, let's get ready. Okay, I'm ready. Cosmos five, four, four three, two, two one, four, four, five. What'd you say? 3.5. 4.0. Same here. Three. Ooh, I don't okay. know why. We got uh, this carry. You didn't like this. We got some disparity. All right, let's uh, let let's start going. Defend, defend your rating. I'll defend I'll, my uh, Kevin. Defend yours. I'll just say I I thought it was a solid episode. Last not last episode, but two ago was the first time I gave a five Cosmo rating, and I stand by that. And this one really was above most of the episodes that we've seen, but maybe we're a little accustomed to like there was a lot going on. I thought it was great. And I thought it was a big moment with Charlotte and I liked all of it. The only thing I didn't like necessarily was Samantha having the same old thing, but I think that is going to be the case a lot of times. So I don't want, and it was funny and it it was funny and she kind of went a little broad with the sexual orgasm face and I kind of liked how broad the the goof (laughs) was. Um, So I just thought it was great and I'm, I liked everything and just because I don't love Aiden doesn't mean I'm not glad he's a character in a switch up. So Mm. um, my dislike for any of the characters had nothing to do with the fact that it was a good episode of television. Great. Corey? 4.0. Um, 
Yeah, two episodes ago, the highest rating I've given anything was a 4.75, and I usually would be a 3.5 kind of person. I, I was a little bored this episode, to be honest. That's because you were reading the transcript instead of watching the episode. That's part of it, but I was trying <laughs> to get good content for a podcast that I co-host. Oh. Uh, but you're right. I, maybe I was taken out of it from that. I thought the Samantha storyline was kind of lame, but I do hold to, like we said last time, I think we're in a different echelon of the show now. I mm-hmm. think the writing of the show, like things come together more. Um, and uh, it, it just, there's, there's more complete storylines. And also I, I thought about giving it like a 3.5, but you got to think big things happened. We saw big, mm-hmm. we met Trey uh, and even if Kim Cattrall gets junk storylines, I don't know if that's a junk storyline, but even if she gets the same storylines, she acts the hell out of them every single time. She does you know great. what would have made that episode better was if they showed her meeting someone in the meatpacking district. So that's the first, like she went down there and it's like, ah, oh, show them like meeting at a cool restaurant or the, the neighborhood that I would have liked that. Well, Maybe she, it'll happen in the future. Well, she lives in meatpacking though. She just moved, she to just moved there. Oh, okay. But for that, instead of being like, I don't know how they met. It's like, show the neighborhood. Okay. Carrie okay. was eating lunch there with Aiden's parents at the end. Maybe, maybe Samantha hooked up with Aiden's parents. We don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's not in there. I okay, hope. John, go for it. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I originally thought that I underrated this episode, but I think 3.0 is, is where I want to, where, where I'm happy to be. Um, some of the storylines were a little lackluster for me. And then I think I did get a bad taste of myself from the wishy-washy like attitude that Carrie had. She is acting a lot like big and I was frustrated and tired of that relationship. And now that she's in a new relationship, I'm still get, I'm like a little bit tired of her attitude in this relationship. And it's a little bit exhausting for me. It, it reminded me of another episode, but I couldn't find it. But I feel like we've just like, we've done this. Like, do we need drama to make a relationship work? thing and i want something else i'm sticking with my three okay uh for me i mean it's just i mean because i'm also taking into perspective of the entire show so it's like we're at the like kind of like the midpoint now in the series um and and so like and i feel like those earlier episodes they're kind of like finding themselves they feel older and this is kind of like this feels like the core sex in the city that people really remember um but it can't be like higher than that because a lot of the relationships that are introduced well the trey one just not in my opinion super important and uh and there's not enough big and too much aiden there we go well, well, thank you so much for joining us. This was super fun to have you on, on the pod. Thanks for having me. Where can we find you on social medias? Where can we where can we listen to your other podcasts? You can listen to Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast, which is about sexuality and feminism, but like funny. Um, and then Two Less Lonely Girls, the adult uh, podcast for believers, but also we talk about lots of other celebrity stuff like Amanda Bynes. Um, those are all wherever podcasts are found. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify is a great place to listen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on all social media at Philanthropy Gal. Where'd you get, what's philanthropy got? I used to have like a philanthropy blog and then honestly I just, I had a lot of followers from it and then I just kept it and made it an ironic philanthropy like my comedy is giving mm-hmm. back to people really to annoy my friend Alexis Guerrero so then I just <laughs> ran with Take it. That, Take that Alexis. Take that Alexis Guys, thank you for sending in questions for Corinne and for us. Uh, go on iTunes and give us a five star rating. We would appreciate that and uh, keep sending your questions. We'll answer them. Bye. Bye everyone. See you, See you next time. Bye now. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. 
The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>